So does that mean? So Cam, does that mean you? Uh, so I guess do you need a new phone? You need a new? Uh, uh, you need a new computer? Something with a webcam uh, type of thing on it? <laughs> you know, um, this could be really an opportunity for us to kind of create a whole creator studio for you. Because if you're hopping on a sales call, Cam, I think we need. You know, first of all, we need your brand in the background. Yeah. So I'm thinking uh, like a LED sign. Yeah, like a, like a Joe Rogan-esque sign. Very, yeah, Rogan-esque. And here's the thing, though. Yeah, you're going to not look at the camera. The camera's going to be pointed a la Rogan, so you're you're looking off the camera. Forwards. Yeah. You're looking forwards, and then suddenly, you know, you're in a meeting with somebody. They feel comfortable with you uh, just because it's like they've seen it before. You know, you're not staring right at them through the little uh, the peephole of the, the laptop. That's an idea. <coughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh, investing quite a bit into a little area, but what else? What else would be in your little area? Uh, um, pr uh, presumably, look for a sponsorship by Bang Energy, maybe uh, Rain Energy also, because I think you need the mini fridge full of energy drinks. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. um, maybe like. Maybe if I could have something rotating on this TV in the back, but that might be distracting. I feel like that'd be very distracting. Yeah, well, yeah, you'll have a logo that will sort yeah. of be on toques, uh, on on crew neck sweaters, um, on all sorts of stuff. Like they will know who you are just by the uh, the 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 logo alone. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm selling yet, but I like the idea. I like. Well, Cam, you know, is I, if I, I if I learned one thing from the Wolf of Wall Street. It's that you're selling yourself. Right. You're all just a bunch of whores, baby. Isn't life, you're just selling yourself? I think so. I, that, that is life. And I learned, I was watching a prison video today mm -hmm. about how everyone thinks about the escape, no one thinks about once you're actually out. So we're already thinking about the studio design. We don't need to think about what we're selling, right? So we're thinking two steps ahead. Just like the prison <clears throat> prisoners weren't, and presumably, I can only assume Cam, you're watching one of those videos. Uh, um, a guy who escaped prison breaks down prison escape scenes in film, and like Close. he comes up, Close. he comes up with a good one, uh, and then there's no plan, there's no plan B, except if you're Andy Dufresne. Who's that? Uh, he was the guy the sh in Shawshank. He was uh, the Tim Robbins character. Still haven't seen it. Still thinking about it. It's just a big time commitment. It's it's uh I guess it's a time commitment. You know, uh probably two. It's probably two and a bit, two and a half at least. Yeah, and most people have said it's the best movie ever made. So I think the, the IMDb does. I don't know if that's most people. Oh, I thought that was. I mean, most people. Is that what IMDb means? Yeah, that that yeah, internet most people data most most, most, most people, people database database. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, so that uh, maybe I'll put it on. You haven't still haven't given me my uh, monthly homework for this is the movie you're going to watch. Still waiting on that. Oh, we're still waiting on that new segment, aren't we? Yeah. Well, that's you You got you to gotta feed something my way, big fella. I got to feed something my way. Uh, let me feed you with a big one. Let's kick it. Let's kick it. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod... 96.7 on your day. 
two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in uh, 102.1 The Edge 102.1 The Pod uh, My wow. name is Cameron Osborne uh, His name is Cam LeClaire He sits right over yeah. there A little bit deadpan today Cam Gonna apologize off the hop Just Big big weekend out with the fellas Ice fishing Got mm-hmm. frostbite on my toes Plants of pond hockey So a little bit tired today So um, hope hope you didn't deadlift yesterday Because you're gonna be carrying this one <laughs> Hope I didn't deadlift uh, Cam as you know I'm on a new workout plan It's called deadlift every day And uh, it's pretty easy actually um, It might be a little more complicated than you think But what I do I just deadlift every day Perfect yeah. Perfect. So you'll be used to this. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that'll be exactly it. We're here. Um, yeah. I schedule six month massages to make sure that there's maintenance in between it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, deadlift every day. Uh, no accessory work. No um, posterior chain work. Nope. No quad work. <coughs> straight deadlift. Well, speaking of accessories, no Cam, belts. you've added a day to your workout routine where you use all of those like lifting add you know lifting add ons. You have a day where you go full natty. Use nothing. It's just you and a bar. But then you have a day where you put on the weight belt, you put on the wrist straps, you put on that little chains thing you that you know the thing that benching. comes between your arms and a sli- the slingshot. Oh, the slingshot. Thing. Yeah, the uh, slingshot. You sort of have like a mac, and then you know you're in it. You're in a unitard. You have like an all equipment day. Have you ever seen a guy use chains at a gym? Uh, I don't think my gym has. I don't think my gym has chains. No. How mu- how much? How heavy are chains in the first place? Like. They can be like 60 pounds and then you strap them on. And I mean, you look so badass when you do it. I though. mean, I think only the rock has chains in his gym. Have you ever and seen, have you ever, have you ever seen someone, uh, cracking no, it? I, I've never, uh, I don't like, I don't have any social media, so I don't follow the rock. I hear he's, uh, popular. He was the wrestler guy, right? Yeah. He was the wrestler guy, Dwayne yeah, Johnson. Yeah. See, now you are more, he was the power elbow guy, you know? Yeah. The people's elbow, the power elbow. <laughs> uh, Cam, yeah, you, uh, it, yeah, you're, it, it's inter- it's yeah, it's interesting that you kind of got into the films of Dwayne Johnson before even knowing anything about him in the past. Uh, yeah, you, you have your uh, Paul Walker, uh, Paul Walker buddy cop, the Paul Walker one. buddy cop movie. Yeah, the they f- never were in the same movie together, were they? Paul Walker and The Rock. Mm. Yeah, they would have been in Fast Five, Six, and Seven together. So three movies. Okay. Three movies. Okay. But their characters yeah. didn't interact too much. Uh, no. I would know how much screen time the two of them shared. No, it was all about the Vin Diesel and The Rock. They would interact, and then I saw Vin a and Paul. Of him with his shirt off today, and he Vin Diesel he or The like Rock? He had a, uh, Vin Diesel, and he looked like he maybe had a few too many sodas last night. He was looking a little bit, maybe a little HGH or just uh, had a little pie last night. Yeah, that's fine. Great. I think I remember looking one time that he has a net worth of like two hundred and fifty million dollars. Damn. So I think uh, I don't know if I can talk shit about his uh, about his 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 stomach his tummy. I'm gonna talk a little shit. Wow, heard it here first, folks. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I mean, he'll never talk shit back to me, right? Um, you know, it's funny. What? One time I showed my dad how Twitter works, or I think it was Twitter. 
And I'm like, you can message any celebrity and tell them anything. And he, he immediately, it's not like, hey, tell this person they're great. He immediately said, tell PK Subban he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. His first thing was to go straight to a hockey player. Uh, that and that and that story does not reflect well on your father. <laughs> Why he just hates PK Subban? <laughs> yeah, he was playing for the Habs at the time. So. Okay, so at least he's allowed. Oh, he's playing for my city. Oh, that's okay. Whose city? It's not your city. You your, don't like the Habs? Your dad's a city. He's not from Montreal. He's from Chattagee. Yeah, that's like, but that's 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 like you're a, you're obviously a Canadians fan. You're not. You don't like have a difficult time picking. Like, no, he's a he's a Bruins fan. Yeah, and then why does he care about PK Subban on the Canadians? Because they're biggest rivalry. See how I'm saying this doesn't reflect. <laughs> I don't understand where you're going with this. Uh, speaking of hockey, won some money last night. Okay, gambling on hockey. Love love gambling on hockey. Fun to do. Took the over on the Leafs to go five and a half for the goals, and took them to win. Parlayed that. Slap 10 down, come back with a $33 payout. Thank you very much, Bet365. New sponsor of the show. $33. Wow. A uh, a 330% on your <clears throat> initial investment. Yeah, maybe we should do, maybe we should do a weekly segment where we bet on one thing a week. Okay. And we see how much we can ride it. But like, should we do like a lock, lock of the week and see how, much, how long we can ride the money? Oh, you're saying like like an actual like an actual bet on lot like I'll, a, I'll put a, the money on, a, yeah, on yeah, a game. So like like I'll like it'll be like I'll, I'll put five bucks down. It's like how long can we ride this five dollar investment? Okay, and then what if we it stops after two weeks? <laughs> then the segment's over. <laughs> okay, okay, very temporary segment. Sure, why the hell not? No, it's gonna be forever because I don't lose. Oh right, because you don't lose, and we're just gonna keep investing that money. Uh, no, it's five dollars we've only ever invested, and then we're just playing with house money all day. Okay, if hey, if you think it can be something, now it's what? Something. Now what are you betting? I'm on? just spitting ideas here. I'm spitting ideas, and you're just you're throwing up a Vin Diesel wall in front of me. Now, Vin Diesel wall. Yeah, like the wall is photos of Vin Diesel, or the wall is kind of like like stenciled out in Vin it's Diesel's a shape. It's a metaphor. <clears throat> now a metaphor. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know my Vin Diesel wall, but I love it. Uh, I love the idea. Um, but I would think you don't lose. Uh, should we bet on something that is like you know, uh, clean and boring, like hockey? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, or do you bet on something you have no idea about, like cricket or rugby? Like, what's the five dollar bet that you're gonna make? I'm, that's why we can open this thing up. I mean, we could bet on any sport. We can bet on uh, Swedish soccer, you know, and then hope maybe bet on a player to score on the Swedish soccer team. Okay. And then we're just ride, riding that cash out. <laughs> I like I like where you're going. It has to be a sport that we don't know anything about, and then we just pick the best team, right? Isn't that how that? Isn't that what you would do? Or you pay, play the odds? Yeah, you got to play the odds. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Cam. Okay, yeah. Well, do we only take underdogs? <laughs> underdogs only. So it's our do- dog of the week. <laughs> dog of the week. Okay, this could go somewhere. Uh, I I do I, I do like this. Uh, and then it it, it it but it could end up being the fastest segment in uh two season pod history. Easily, if we're only picking underdogs <laughs> and we're just trying to ride five dollars. First week, obviously. So Cam, I think it more sounds like you're just looking for something to do. 
and the th- the thrill of a five dollar let it ride bet on Swedish soccer is just enough to get you going. It's been cold lately, Cam. Oh, dude, I got fucking my feet literally froze. Yeah, tell the, us about the, that. Yeah, How'd that lo- happen? How'd that happen? Uh, I went and played in hockey outside on a frozen lake at minus twenty seven for two hours, mm-hmm. and then your feet stop feeling things. Take off the skates start feeling things again and oh boy does it hurt okay is it like black and gross like in, uh, in it the was movies pur- my, my toe was purple yesterday and <coughs> now it's back it was originally white like like ghost white and i was like that's a problem that means no blood's in there and then <laughs> i had to kind of move them around for 15 minutes and then it went purple and then then they all swelled up and they're still pretty swollen like it a little bit tricky to walk on my left large toe. Jesus Christ. And this is a new one. This is a new one for you. I've never had frostbite, so this one is new, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. You're you're like a like a human test subject and uh going anything that could happen has happened to you and it's uh yeah. it's kind of like you can instruct other people like hey Here's what I happened. mean, the internet's super helpful for this shit. I mean, ma- imagine you didn't have the internet and you were just up somewhere and you got frostbite. You'd be like, I don't, I think this is frostbite. I don't know. I, do it? Do I need to do anything? <laughs> no, I can just keep it cold. What yeah, do you, well, I wasn't sure. What did right? you? What did you have to do? What, what did the internet say? I just looked it up online. It's just like if it hurts real bad, take Advil. And then there was a part that said when to see a doctor. And I just didn't read that part. Well, initially, the first response was you have cancer. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Triple glaucoma bernustulitis. Yeah, the first ever f- uh, foot glaucoma. Yeah. Shame to see it happen. Well, I didn't see it happen, obviously, with the triple glaucoma. With the triple glaucoma. Yeah. I went to, went to a doctor's appointment, an eye appointment, and they were like, let's get your eyes tested. Do my test. And they're like, when's the last time you got your eyes tested? Last year. Um, what did they use? I go the sign. I you know I looked across the room. The classic uh, E B E G V I G. Uh, probably a P in there somewhere. Maybe an H. Right. So I smashed that test. He goes, "You're good." Right. That's my first doctor. This doctor puts me through the array of all the machines. They put that big space helmet on me. They're like, "Let me know when you see the line. Click the button." You know these ones, Cam. You have glasses on your. I head. like the classic guy. Uh, two lines coming. Cu- cu- they're going over top of each other, and you got to say like now, when uh, when they're lined up. I like that one. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one's fun. So, what what other tests did you get? This one was a peripherals test, where. It was so bizarre because I didn't know what was going on at first. They're like, anytime you see a black dot appear um, in your peripherals, click the little button on the trigger that we gave you. Oh. Okay. And at first, it, there's such subtle dots. You kind of just think like you're seeing things because it's all white. Like you're in a like full head spacesuit. And after like 10, I'm like, I'm seeing little things, but it might be my eyes. Like, no, those are the dots. I'm like, I've... Failed this test hard then because I just wasn't clicking the button. I'm like, let's start now, <coughs> now, now. And you're like clicking preemptively. It's like that might have been one. Um, and then there's another one where there was a farm in the distance and you had to be like this one or this one, this one or this one. But it, there was a series of tests and the optician comes out. And she's like, have you, um, She's like, who, who was the last doctor you saw? This person. She goes, did they? They didn't do any of these tests, did they? Go, Not a thing. Just, just the thing. They go, yeah. You see this little diagram that I show of you of your eye? That should never be that thin. 
do you have a history of glaucoma in your family? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, do you have a group chat or something? You just find out. So I have a family <laughs> WhatsApp and I'm, I'm like, Hey, anybody feeling glaucoma recently or a grandma? And they're like, no, they have macular degeneritis, but no glaucoma. And then I'm um, told the doctor and they're like, Oh, you'll be fine. Just we'll keep an eye on it next year. Oh yeah. So, like, so they, yeah, they took the photo of the eye and they got to see how it all works. How yeah. It all works. I, I, I'm blown yeah. away by that. Yeah. I can't say anything. I've never done a test with a fucking barn in the background. But long no, story short, are you getting glasses? Oh, I mean, I have like seven pairs of prescription sunglasses. I have the like, I have the smallest prescription ever. Oh, okay. Then, negative. Then why do you? Then why do you five. get all the uh, prescription sunglasses then? Because I have a healthcare spending account. Oh, and okay. And you'd rather get you'd rather get the sunglasses than the non sunglasses. Well, I mean, it's sunglasses or nothing. Yeah. Right? Like what? I have no healthcare expenses, but they, I have three thousand dollars to spend. So obviously, just buy lots of sunglasses. But you could buy regular got, glasses, also. I don't want glasses, <laughs> and also I have no need for them. Right. Oh, I okay. See, I, like I, they, they, I get they it. told me, they told me like with your sunglasses, you will be able to see the slightest bit better, but you probably won't notice, and I do not notice. And you still don't notice. Yeah, and I don't want to look like a four eyes bastard. Well, let's do it. I'll do it then. I'll do it then. Glad that your eyes are glad that your eyes are healthy though. Yeah, there's something. Something's healthy. Everything else hurts, but Hey Cam, you wanna play wanna, wanna play a game? Uh always. Let's play a game. I'm gonna put you through the ringer on this one. Uh we're gonna play a little March Madness. March Madness. Oh, we're getting close too. Two months away from the official big March Madnesses. Of course, the actual March Madness. Uh maybe what? that's when we'll maybe that's when we'll do the gambling segment. During March Madness, okay, we have yeah. two months to learn who like the the best teams are, who the best underdog teams are. We have we have two months to pick a bracket. We'll figure something out. Okay, Cam. Uh, this week I'm gonna do uh, March Madness for you, one that we've done before, but uh, different versions of it. Uh, we're going uh, superpowers again. Again, yeah. Okay. Again, well, hey, there's a lot of fucking powers out there. Uh, if you pay attention closely, so these are new ones. These are ones that weren't selected from the initial, uh, the the initial run of the game. Are you ready for it? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Uh, in our first round matchup, we have uh, constant healing versus a teleportation. So constant healing means you can't get hurt deadlifting uh yeah because as soon as the muscle would tear it would like sh like p go back together and it's or you know as soon as the little cancer cell is formed it fucking gets rid of it think about how strong you can get without ever having I, days off because that's i guess that's what it would be like you didn't you don't need a rest day anymore you don't need a rest minute you don't need a rest second <laughs> yeah it is like just reps and reps and reps. You're like, what are you doing today? You're like hitting the gym. You're like, what else? You're like, what do you mean? <laughs> that's a di that's a day, right? Like How about the next? Oh, day? you could put Same on thing. you could put on a plate a day if you tried hard enough. Yeah, a plate easy. a week. Uh, and what's this? A second option? Uh, tele yeah, teleporting, teleportation. Uh, yeah, that's what planes are for. I'll take the constant healing. <laughs> constant there's, healing. There, there's there's the, there's an there's an airport around here. There's always an airport somewhere. 
Okay, next up. Uh, we're going to go up. These are just two straight ups. Fire manipulation or ice manipulation. Uh, can you give me an example of either with a su superhero? Uh, you know, hold out your hand. Boom, fireballs come out. Right, so like Job in Arrested Development. Yeah, very similar to a Job in Arrested Development. Uh, and then Ice Manipulation, same thing, but it's ice that comes Mr. out. Mr. Freeze. So he's the one that can like surf on ice and stuff like that. I mean, I guess, probably not. Mr. Freeze, he, Mr. Freeze is just a person. He's just a scientist that has like freezing technology. So he kind of has more like guns and stuff that freezes. But same thing, but you could just like boom with your hand. Boom with your hand. So just... And freeze things. So if someone's talking to me, freeze them. You could put up. You could put up a wall of ice between the two of you and snake away. Uh, who, who has fire powers that you can think of for a superhero? Uh, other than Job. that <laughs> other other than Joe Bluth, uh, the one guy from the X Men, uh, whatever his name is. Love your superheroes. Yeah. Uh. These both seem like if if I really had to choose a superpower, it's like uh, would you rather control? Like, hey, give me something else. Um, <laughs> but I mean, shit, you'd probably be pretty cold if you're throwing ice around everywhere. So I'm gonna stick with fire because I think that might fire. be more handy. Okay, well that's what I was wondering. It's like it's it's fire and ice, baby. It's a. Uh... It's, uh, uh, it's, it's it's as as old as time, you know. Okay. Actually, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I want ice because you can build structures. Now, for me, that's the big difference between the two. And ice, you could actually, yeah, like build something, and like build, you know, get away from a situation. Okay. Next up. Yeah. Uh, Cam, we have X-ray vision taking on invulnerability. Uh, you know, you get shot by a bullet. The bullet just poop. Bounced right off you. You know, something falls on your arm. No break. It breaks. That type of so thing. So what's between invincibility and invulnerability? Uh, they're probably synonyms. I'd say there's probably... I'd say those two words are synonyms. I just never heard of invulnerability before. Okay. Okay, so we'll, we'll call it invincibility. So just impossible to get damaged versus... What was the other one? X-ray vision. That one, come on. Like, what are we doing with that? We're, oh, look over in that house and see what's going on. Okay. I don't it's know, okay. Cam. I, these these are these are your questions. You're the ga you're the gambling man. Wouldn't you want to sit at a table of a uh, two million uh, a two million buy-in, be able to see what the other guy's cards are before they even do it? Well, if it's actually X-ray vision, and I see what an X-ray sees. You don't really see much, right? Oh, that guy has a screwdriver in his pocket. Good. Beep. You know, you can't come in. Okay, okay. If that if that's how you want to interpret it, that's fine. I just if I can see through anything I want and just anything is per permeable, but I can there's no there's no level to that. That's pretty cool. Uh, but invincibility. I mean, the saddest part about invincibility though is watch every person you ever around you die. I uh, no, I I would it. say you could still die. How? You're just invulnerable to things hitting you. You can still die of oh. old age for sure. Hmm. I think he okay. I think healing factor so far is the only one where you actually get to live for a long time. Okay, I'll take invincibility either. You're way. still take you're still taking it. Okay, cool. Uh and your final first round matchup here. We have uh time travel. 
versus precognition. So being able to see stuff before it happens. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, this is some Final Fantasy stuff where it's, it's like, <gasps> move out of the way. And then, you know, Mary Jane's on your arm like, how'd you know that was going to happen? I see these things, right? Um, time travel, unfortunately, has the butterfly effect to it. Mm-hmm. That and that's where uh, that's where things can get very ugly. Now, because of that, you can't really figure out what's gonna what you're gonna fuck up every time. Precognition does sound very tempting because of that. Just being able to just just that quick second before. Now, I wonder if it's you get like the spidey sense, like in that what's that. Netflix show that's on uh, it's called you could have just manifest. said you could have just said spider-man <laughs> spider-man has it manifests has it they're like I see something up ah, away and then something happens we have a spider-man also has it uh yeah I mean I would like to stack a few of these together but yeah I think that one sounds a little bit better precog precog okay yeah, no stacking, by the way. If you get if you get one of these, that's the only one. That's the only power that uh, you possess. Uh, so, okay, here's our matchups here we have in the second round. We have healing, constant healing, uh, taking on ice manipulation. Yeah, I think constant healing is a pretty easy bet for that one. Mm-hmm. Just ice manipulation is a little bit of a throwaway. Cool to build structures, but um, ev- also everyone thinks you're a weirdo. Everyone think you're a weirdo. You're always wearing uh, jet blue, you know, like light blue clothing. Yeah, you you have to wear gloves all the time. Yeah, you have to wear gloves all the time. It just gets to be awkward. Uh, second round or next matchup here. So we have the our un- invulnerability or invincibility taking on precognition. So one is never get hurt by blunt force trauma, and the other one is no one blunt force trauma is about to happen. Mm, okay. Yeah. If you could see what's gonna happen, you don't would you need the invulnerability? Now here's the nice thing. Invincibility can only stop myself. Precognition can save those around me. Precognition. The hero. The hero. I am so high. I can feel the <laughs> Okay. That's right, it's the nickelback section. It's oh, our tra- it's it's the Chad Kroger minute. Start the clock, folks. <laughs> Time for another Chad Kroger minute. Uh, our final matchup here. So it's coming down to it. So we have constant healing, the healing factor, taking on precognition. So constant healing. Mm-hmm. So just get big all the time versus precognition. I feel like precognition just puts so much responsibility on you because you have such great power. And great power c- comes with great shit what's the line you're so close with great power comes great responsibility there you go with the other one you just get jacked (laughs) (laughs) with great getting jacked comes great getting jacked yeah (laughs) with great physique comes great physique comes just fucking everyone (laughs) all men want to be you (laughs) (laughs) that's what life's really about honestly choose that one we got a winner. Healing factor. Wow. Yeah, never thought that would take the cake. But man, just the recovery. My recovery, you know, every day you get older, Cam. Recovery takes another day. I guess technically every day you do get older. 
Every second you're getting older. Oh, wow. God, don't get me started about seconds. Yeah. I saw you play. Night skies like shooting stars. That's how you play March Madness. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's a pretty bad one. Sorry. Let's pretend. Marshall Mathers never picked up a pen. <laughs> what song is that from? I think that's the Marshall I think that's the Eminem verse on that song, right? Oh, you're right. Wow. Oh, deep cut there. Deep cut. Yeah, because that has B.O.B. on it, who yeah. uh, turned out to be a flat earther. I think he changed his mind. Not sure what his stance on vaccines are, but I can take a guess. Uh, it wasn't. It didn't. It wasn't his whole album about space, or like they're like the whole like photo on the album cover was possibly like him in space around a globe or something. Bob. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I know Pipple had something like that. Oh yeah, Mister Worldwide. Is, yeah. is he a flat earther? No. He oh, thank worldwide. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. Well, he was Mister. He was Mister Three Hundred Five, but that's only one area code. And then he decided he was going to take over more area codes. Did you know once Pitbull had hair? And there's pictures of him with long locks. I mean, I guess at one point probably everyone had hair. <laughs> Not true, but he specifically did have hair. And wow. He had long, longer hair than you have. Now, what happened? Uh, he became Mr. Worldwide. Oh, and then he had to. So do you think to this day Pitbull shaves his head? or Like, do you think under... Like, if Pitbull didn't shave his head every single day, like, Bick bald... There would be He'd a look th- like George Costanza. There'd be a, oh, you don't think there'd be a thick, curly locks coming out? No, I think that he'd mm. have a bad. I I don't think people go bald without having hair loss problems. Yeah, not many people choose to shave their head. Yeah, that gotta be a bold decision, right? How many bald friends do you have? You got none still. Uh, <laughs> how many bald <laughs> friends do you have? Uh, I have one. I have one bald friend. I got one. Who hit a point, yeah, two where he's like, that's it, we're shaving. I mean, it's a good move. It's better than the, uh, you wearing the hat all day. Yeah. In every, in every inappropriate case. I do have a friend who wears a hat all the time, and you're like, ah, you know, I, I, well, I want you to be yourself. You know, I don't want you to, to suffer and to hide through the shame. When they ask him to take off his hat, he has another one underneath it. It's like a smaller hat. <laughs> he has like a Russian doll of hats going down up down to the one little bald spot. <laughs> That's a look. That would be it. That would be it. Yeah, one little bald spot hat. Buy him at Lids. Exclusively now at Lids. Exclusively at Lids. Bald hats. Do you want a hat to cover that little bit of bald patch on you uh, for a formal setting? Well, don't worry. Lids has got you covered. Net new with bald hats. We go, for, we, we go from five-gallon hat to yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> and everything in between. Don't feel shame for your baldness. Wear a Lids bald hat. Love it. That's a, that's a program right there. They got Keeps. New sponsor. <laughs> yeah, new spot. Keeps and Lids. New sponsor. Uh, thank you for Lids bald hat. Uh, get yours today. Love it. <laughs> and under that, you can draw a Sharpie. <laughs> you can always use a Sharpie. Remember, folks, if you have jet black hair and you're starting to go bald, you can always use a Sharpie. Man, when you see someone who's aging and they still have jet black hair, that's like the deadest giveaway. Like, you need the touch touch of grave for just for men's. 
Yeah, just gotta let it happen. Cam, you and I will both. I mean, you and I have both have pretty light hair. Uh, yeah. You know, so I feel like if we're when we're going gray, it's gonna be a like a long time in the future. People with dark uh, hair are go gray. Starting to go gray a little, a little sooner. Yeah. No, we're good. We're gonna look young forever, and we're never gonna die. And everything's always gonna be good. And, right? every, and everything's gonna be perfect. Yeah, and nothing will go wrong. And I'm a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and I own a yacht. And I own and a yacht, and Vin Diesel comes on it, and and the Rock's having lunch with me next week. Oh, I'm so busy, guys. I'm having dinner with the Queen. You ever hear about like comedians when they're talking about like I had such a busy day, and they're like I woke up at eleven, and then I had a meeting, and then I had another meeting, and then I had dinner, and then I went to the store, and it's like no time for me. And you're like that's I guess just like more less than a regular person's day. Well, you know, and, and, and yeah, probably. I mean, and in, in an average day cam, you what? You get up. I get up. You go you first you thing, have a meeting. Uh, first thing is the the morning's mine and that's why we wake up early. <laughs> <laughs> the first 30 minutes of my morning is coffee, reading or news and then it's off to the walk the dog go to the park um then it's work time and then work 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 lunch workout time workout time then it's task time and there's always tasks in the middle of that time and then and then you go to this and then you and then you go to the store <laughs> then you go to the store. You have a tight What's five. You have a tight five on the main stage. What's the deal? What You're back there with Delia and Louis C.K. All the greats. You're back there with Cause. Cause, love the Cause, man. Yeah. Oh, did you see him up at the store the other day? He was he, just, just, just killing, killing it. it. Just crushed. He's killing it out there, and and it, the crowd, they're they love it so much. But if you tweeted that joke, you can't. It, like the times that we're in, I I you would get you would get eaten alive. Crazy. I mean, you could Crazy. make that joke on Twitter like ten, maybe ten, like fifteen, years maybe ago. like fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago, yeah. And now with the groups coming at you. It's a whole different world. God, it really is. We met at the store. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we met. <laughs> this episode of Two Season Pod is brought to you by Bald Bald Hats from Lens. Bald Hats from Five Gallons to Yamakas. We got them all. <laughs> We've got them all. Get your bald hat at Lids. If you order in the next 30 minutes, we have the 17 hat special to really confuse the bartender. <laughs> Eventually, he will let you in after 15. <laughs> Science has shown me most people do get frustrated after seven hats. Our research has shown that after seven Russian dolls, people get really frustrated. Uh, and <laughs> they often stop. Bald hats. Get yours now. We should. What? What is another good Russian doll? Um, 
like similar things you can r- Russian doll esque things. The hat one's a great one, but there's got to be other things you can do on a daily. My family t-shirts. My family definitely would did a uh, around like the holidays or something. Christmas if there present. was like a small, if like the, whatever the gift was was small, and they they had the boxes that made it work. Russian doll, uh, you know, like a mug or That's something. A good one. Yeah. Yeah, I like a gift card for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something like that. Something that's so small that you can't really wrap it. Yeah, and then just going from up, up to down. I saw a guy. I was looking on Kijiji the other day, and some guy was like, "I'm doing the paper clip challenge. I'm trying to buy a Tesla." So far, I'm at like a. Pencil. Did he did he track his journey? He went from paper clip to pencil. <laughs> so that feels like, like a real lateral move. Yeah, I don't think he's going up much, but also, you know, it's some what. I'm not giving fucking trade him shit. Yeah, you don't want to be a part of that. I'm sure you think people go online, you know, one of those. Oh, yeah, I traded a paperclip into a Tesla, and like they'll break it down. Like I told, sold this for this, this for this, this for this, this for this, and then people try to do that. Like I, I mean, I'm gonna. I have this yeah. paperclip. I'm gonna look for, you know, uh, seeds of corn, <laughs> and then trade the corn seeds for a fucking hutch. Like, where's the biggest step? Do you think? in the paperclip to Tesla thing. Because eventually, there has to be a pretty big step of financial amount. Or or, or it's like like three steps. It's like, I traded a paperclip for three Bitcoin 20 years ago. Yeah, or like, you know, how many... Because there eventually has to be one where it's like, there's $10,000 between the price of these two items. Eventually, right? one... Yeah, yeah. You can't go incrementally up to a hundred k. That would be that would be ridiculous. Tesla's only like I don't know why everyone thinks a Tesla's a hundred k. A Tesla's like forty thousand dollars. Yeah, but if you're gonna get a Tesla, you're gonna get an expensive one. Are you? Aren't you? The one with the the the, the doors that go like shoom. The um, what are they? What kind of? Those aren't uh, suicide doors. No, no, not suicide, suicide doors. Go this way. Yeah. Those are the ones where um, you get in your car. And you kill but, are they called butterfly doors? Maybe. Yeah, that checks out. X-wing doors. I don't know. There's a name for them. Car stuff. That checks out. Love car stuff. You yeah. do. We'll call them butterfly doors. Okay. Except my car, I fucking getting kind of pissed off with my car. Oh no, I, I shouldn't say that. I love my car. It's just so fucking cool. It can hear there. us. <laughs> don't don't say that. It yeah. can hear us. No, I love my car. It's just a little bit small. I'd like maybe something a little bit bigger. And Shannon won't drive stick, so so the car is to learn. virtually useless. I mean, she wants to get a new car, and then I was just thinking, okay, if I got a new car, then if I had a smaller car, she had a bigger car, we could swap them out when we need it. Oh, she wants the bigger car? Yeah, she wants a uh, Ford Escape. The Escape. Escape. Yeah. <laughs> the Why don't you get a Bronco? The, I saw the Broncos the, are back out. <laughs> the Fjorde. Escape. Uh, yeah, because those are hella expensive. That's why. Great. Cam, it's a a car is famously <laughs> one of the best investment. investments that you can make. Yeah, of course. Uh, no, I, that'd be dope. I mean, I love a Bronco. I'd I'd prefer like okay. What is going on with this girl? One second. Dogs yelling. Yep. So Cam has a woman kind of chained up. In the corner of her room, he's calling her a dog, which I find very rude. Women are not dogs. Women are, oh, he's back. Well, you said it here first, Cam. Women are wait, sorry, what'd you say? I did <laughs> not say what you what you're gonna try to make me say. You're gonna cut and paste. 
Uh, love playing a little bit of uh, what is that? Taboo? I don't know. There's some board game like that. Okay. Oh, shush. There's a dog outside or something. Yep, the woman uh, chained up in the corner of Cam's house uh, just barked. Again, I do not believe that women are dogs. They should not be called dogs. That was that's a reflection of Cam. He just yeah, he just well, threw outside into the snow. Jesus Christ! She's asking. She's Shannon. asking to come back. She's asking to come back in. Shannon. Unbelievable, man! I'm trying to make art here. Well, we'll see how this goes. Why don't you just close the blinds or something? We don't have blinds. We're Why don't you have rich. blinds or curtains? <laughs> We're not wealthy. Well, you don't need wealth to have a curtain. Oh, look at me, Mr. Fancy. Oh, look at me. I can close the windows up down. A curtain on, is probably like 40 bucks or something. A curtain oh, on wow. Amazon. Th- you support Amazon? Or, or only, Bed Bath & Beyond? I only support people in this neighborhood. That's how local I buy them. Right, 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 right. I, if if you don't have the same postal code as me, then get the fuck out. Now, Cam, because you've recently buy. converted over to a local condom supplier. <laughs> a local everything, man. Sheepskin, baby. <laughs> a local sheepskin condom manufacturer. So it was sort of like a little mom and pop operation. Seventy-two percent uh, effective. <laughs> and you went to Vegas, so you're like, those are good odds. <laughs> not bad. I mean, they're better than four percent. Well, I mean, I guess it's not good. But technically, they're better than seventy-one <laughs> percent. Is that true? Are lambskin condoms only seventy-four percent effective? It's something. Yeah, I would like. Uh, I don't. Probably not. Uh, probably less. Um, I would like to try doing. Me and Sharon were talking about it, doing like a week or something where we only source food from within fifty or twenty-five kilometers. But oh, yeah. I think it'd get tricky. Mostly because you'd have to do <laughs> things like, say you're using flour. Yeah. Right? Oh, there you go. Cut that out. Right? Salt. Spices. Like, So you'd have to kind of make a core ingredients of, you know, accessories. I, I'll, I'll let them have them, but like all my produce, <coughs> all my well, meat. Yeah, I like think it, it would be really produce and meat because who's, where are you going to locally get protein powder? That just doesn't exist <laughs> within 20 kilometers, right? So unless you want to cut something like that out of your diet, uh, go for it. You know, yeah. go for it. But, yeah, I can certainly see, you know, that'd be a challenge. You know, that'd be a fun challenge to do, uh, yeah, when it comes to produce and meat. I think it'd be fun, more, better in the summer. Definitely easier, the market, easier in the summer for sure, yeah, when there's farmer's yeah. markets. In the middle stuff. of winter when there's no vegetables anywhere. Yeah, and famously like, the hardest we'll time to get nothing. vegetables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dead set of winter when you get frostbite in your toes, not a good time to go get Not a good time raspberries. to start a new food, a local food challenge. Yeah. Uh, but that's, I've, I've thought about that for a while. Maybe I'll put that. I did, I did create my Q1 goals, Cam. Okay. Quarter one, of course. Uh, yeah, I guess one. that's um, Jan, January through uh, April. Uh yeah, so March. Th- just three simple, three simple ones here. Play an, a game of goalie. Play a hockey game as a goalie. That first quarter on like a scrim, like a scrimmage or something like that. So I gotta go find the league and then go play a game. Okay. Second one, read two books. Third one, 
budget at the end of every month. That's it. See, Simple. It doesn't Effective. Have, exactly. It doesn't they don't need to be uh, these huge convoluted things to achieve. Sometimes you can just you know simple things you can knock off the list. Yeah. So we're gonna crush it, and then that is, it starts. It starts a. It's just like the '96 Bulls, a, 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 a culture of winning. A culture of winning. And yeah, that, did the '96 Bulls do well? Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> culture of winning. Culture of winning. Eighty-one Oilers. Yes. Culture of winning. Culture of winning. Uh, Two thousand four Lightning. Culture, culture of winning. Culture of winning. Yeah, culture of winning. Right. See, okay, we're there, we're there, we're there. It's all about a culture of winning, Cam. Uh, it's fantastic. Great, great to hear that you got some goals. Hittable goals too. Hittable goals. Hit-a-bulls. Uh, Hittable. Let's let's uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the show. All right. Let's, let's get it. into a little something here. Uh, hey, let's give you a MacGyver and Fiverr. Ma 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 MacGyver in five. It's time for MacGyver in Fiverr. MacGyver in Fiverr. It's time for MacGyver in Fiverr. Because we only have five minutes to recap this week's episode of MacGyver. Because <laughs> every single yes, week sir. we recap the adventures of Special Agent MacGyver as he traverses through um, Midwestern America and the world sometimes, solving all of his problems. We only have five minutes to recap this week's episode. We're talking episode 18 here. Ugly Duckling. Cam, you are kicking off, and I've got a lot packed in here, so I really hope uh, that I can get it off in time. Uh, Cam, are you ready? My my first half was pretty light. My first half was pretty light, so we should be Good, good, good. Um... Ready? Oh, I should do the timer. Three, two, one, and no opening gambit this week, but instead we open at a storage bay where some people are opening some Snake Eye U.S. guided missiles. An armed special forces team at the same time repels down the wall of the storage unit and steals the offloading truck containing the missiles, escaping with the load and crates of missiles. Anyway, we cut scenes where Max is at a bar with an old professor of his where he's looking for some info on a glitch on the state's guided missile systems that he has found or that we saw earlier in the past. His student Kate is the expert on the subject and Max wants his people to meet with her. She knows how to hack the state's missile data system for the secret snake eye program. They make a deal if Max people can guarantee her legal safety, then they can arrange a meeting. On the way out of the bar, the professor is mugged and shot, uh, possibly accidentally, and eventually dies in Mac's arms. Uh, Mac waits at the school in the professor's old classroom to meet up with Kate, who is hesitant to speak with him or help because she has an attitude problem. While he's at her house somehow, because uh, she invited him over there, the feds come and take Kate downtown to ask her some questions about the Snake Eye program. She comes to the downtown office and shows them how she can hack into the missile system, but then also breaks in the mainframe, turning off the key passes, elevators, data centers, and eventually all circuits in the building, turning off the lights and disappearing from the office. Back at the professor's lab, Mac is trying to break into Kate's files to see the info on the data from the missile guidance system, but she won't give a password. After some questioning about her self-esteem, he gets this ugly duckling and gets in. They have a quick interlude about self-confidence, and next thing you know, they're walking out the door until the door opens to 
leave the lab and a gun appears in the doorway. Camel passes to you. They open the door. They're greeted by a couple henchmen with guns. Max slams the door shut and they escape into an office where Max finds a large oscillator. They plug it in, turn it on, and blast the bad guys with a bunch of like what I think was about 60 hertz. So not actually that much, uh, but still enough to send the bad guys back uh, a bit until the power gets unplugged and they come back to their senses. The bad guys knock Mac out and take Kate away. Mac comes to and begins looking for any kinds of clue. He loads a program called Duckling and it turns out to be a code for a frequency that is broadcasting from a transmitter Kate has in her pocket. Just then, Kate, we see Kate, uh, is being held in a barn prison style, and she, uh, doesn't spill the beans right away. If she, uh, they're gonna give her the old truth serum. The bad guys want to know what's going on with these programmed missiles. She spills the beans, and we find out the bad guys intend to use these new missile technology to fire it somewhere in the USA. But Kate won't give up. Uh, she's locked away in her barn prison. She finds some jumper cables and attaches them to the prison bars and the other to the end of a battery. She puts a coin between the jumpers, which acts as an arc welder, and she cuts her uh, the bar in half. Just then, Mac arrives, and he grabs a spray can with enough hydrocarbons to cool down the bar. Uh, he cools down the bars, and they escape. Kate tells Mac that uh, he is her first true friend. Nice moment. This bad guy's communicating by radio. Mac has a plan to triangulate a radio signal by using the liquids from a cactus with enough electrolytes to provide a small current for the pocket transmitter and the antenna from the car radio to find out what the next move is. We see the baddies getting ready to arm their bomb. Their radios work. They use their watches to determine the direction of the signal and they can find where the missile is coming from. We hear the bad guys who are actually planning to blow up a bridge to impress some kind of black market buyers. And wouldn't you know it, there's a goddamn marathon every, uh, today. How do we know that? Because Mac has run it three times already. Mac hops into the truck, and they're off to stop the missile. We only have 12 minutes to do it. Kate spots a shotgun leaning against a jeep, and the plan is to use the light of the sun and reflect it using the rear view mirrors of the car to heat up the shotgun. They aim the light beam directly on the shotgun shells, heating up the gunpowder and the bullets, and boom! Massive explosion. The gun explodes. So does the jeep it was leaning up against. The bad guys get knocked out. Mac tries to fake a call, uh, but the boss obviously knows who it is, and he starts to prep the second missile, but Mac and Kate have a new plan. Since an unprogrammed missile will go back to its factory design of heat-seeking, their plan is to fire their missile in the hopes that it'll take the other one out, and they'll both explode in the process. Kate pops the chip out of the missile, they fire it off, both missiles are in the air, they make contact, and BOOM! The day is saved. Back at the, uh, dance club. Kate and her new beau are dancing when she spots Mac from across the bar. The CIA caught the rest of the bad guys, and it looks like the defense department will be giving Kate a job uh, after she graduates. Uh, Mac saves the day and looks on as the new newly formed Kate has her confidence back. And that was the episode. Boom. Okay. Wow. Just nicked that one. About good, th good thing. I, good thing that first half didn't have much going on except for pretending to hack and getting into the mainframe. I like that. I love when people get into mainframes. Yeah. I looked. At, this was like three years after I. There was like a movie that came out, and I was like, I was. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, was this episode written, you know, to, to leech onto the popularity of the movie? It was three years off or so, so I don't think so, but. Wait, so MacGyver was a movie first? No, no, there's a movie called War Games where that was the whole the whole movie was like the kids are smart and they know computers and the adults don't. And this had that same vibe of like 
Kate, you know, she's the young one who knows how to hack all the mainframe. And the cops there in the fucking thing were like, what is happening right now? And yeah, she's just like, like click, 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 like, click, click enter. It's like Lewinsky or something like that. It's like, oh, good secure password. Lewinsky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a lot Alrighty. of fun. Alrighty. Um, let's get on to the final game of the evening. Cause yeah. You've been, you've, been, you've, been, you've been putting this one on your back cam, so we're going to start off with you. Let's get a uh, last game then. It's called Headliner Ass Night. Yeah. Called headliner ass Hey, 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 I'm more curious about how these two are related. Because, um, I mean, OnlyFans, y- you can buy anything, right? Um, only cams. Don't forget only cams. Only cams. You Use socks after fr- frostbite guaranteed. Mm. Um, you can buy uh, messages. And then f- I just don't know how well farts hold personally. But uh, it, is it causing that much stress in your life, getting the shipping out with Post-its, Postmates? Um um, and then you, you you're so bogged down by this that you know you have a heart attack. And you go, uh, this is this this is too much for me. My family's giving me too much pressure because every time we go to Thanksgiving, all they talk about is me farting in jars <laughs> and if they hold. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a headline. I'm just I I, I assume it's stress related, but I just don't see how these two connect. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that she, she's getting publicly shamed from her family. Headline. <laughs> Cam, this one is a headline here for you. Uh, this is from a woman uh, named Stephanie Maddow, who got the uh, who got everyone's attention a little while ago, and she announced that she was making more than fifty thousand dollars a week selling her farts online. Uh, people might know her because she was actually uh, one of the con- contestants, participants, people on the show Ninety Day Fiance. And then, you know, popularity from that show took her only fan account, and uh, she started selling her farts. The business didn't last too long, apparently, because just last week, she was rushed to the hospital with heavy chest pains and feared the symptoms were close to that of a heart attack. After undergoing all the tests that you can, doctors let her know that the pain was actually a result of her steady diet of gas-inducing beans and eggs. Due to the supply of her business, she was squeezing up to 50 fart jars a week to keep up the demand. She even started upping her protein powder intake to make sure uh, that some of them were a little more pungent. Some days she would drink three protein shakes and have two big bowls of black bean soup. And once fans got a whiff, they would request specific foods to create a unique experience. Some would ask for black bean salad. Some would ask for onion, ham, and pepper omelets. Uh, after the scare, Maddo is heading into retirement, but she said she made a good $200,000 in the process. I mean, gotta respect the hustle. I just did not know that um, beans were that bad for your heart. I guess uh, I don't. Who knows? I guess you're f- you're filled with that much gas. I don't know. Who knows? But you would probably think you're having a heart attack. <laughs> I guess. Weird. All right, Cam. Headliner Austin. Hacker takes control of subway station only to play Crazy Frog on loop. Crazy Frog, that's the name of a song. I don't know what it sounds like, but I know it's a song. Uh, 
It's that one that's like super nuts, like bum crazy fog. Yeah, well this 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 sounds good. Um because I'm sure, you know, there's how there out of however many train stations there are all over the world, there has to be one, like we just said over there in the MacGyver episode, there has to be one whose Wi Fi password is password. That one has sure. to exist somewhere. And then you kind of reverse, okay, you know, if, let's say if there's a Bluetooth device, you look for the Bluetooth device, you find it, oh, it's, it's, it's probably easier than it sounds. Uh, I wonder what hacking you would have to do exactly. Um, I hope whoever did it, though, was there when it happened. It wasn't like, you know, they're in a completely other city on a completely other country and they do something randomly. Like, there's no payoff there. You know, I hope this person gets to experience a bit of a payoff. Uh, I'm going to say that's a headline. No, but this is my plan for next week. <laughs> plan for next week, apparently. Where are you going? Right, send me a headline. Going to a train station? Uh, subway station, yeah. Just go. Now, you're talking subway restaurant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't think of doing it there. That'd be even better. Okay, Cam, here you go. Headliner asked nine, woman on blind date is stuck in a man's house after a COVID lockdown. Oh, the worst. The worst. Hey, do you want to take rapid antigen tests together as a first date? Sure. Shit. Bad first date. Good good Tinder bio. Me and my friends were talking about what the worst four pictures you could have for a Tinder bio. And I think we came up with one with you and then balaclava ice fishing with a fish. We, so you can't see their face. Well, I think famously, I any like holding up a fish is like the like regarded as the worst photo a guy can oh, put up. Oh, it gets better. It okay. gets better. Next picture of like 10 people with their shirts off with a mix of very fat guys, skinny guys, and some jack dudes, but they're all at a distance so you can't see which one it is. The next one is just a picture of a Jeep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like a a parked Jeep. <laughs> A park Jeep, yes. Okay. And then the last one, it's kind of dealer's choice. You can kind of go with whatever. At that point, she's probably not going to scroll. At that point, like if you if if you made it to photo three, you could be the one. Yeah, if you're still interested. Uh, what's my headline again? <laughs> woman on oh, block. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I remember the uh, yeah, lady. I said to get. I said to give you a second. Are, yeah, like I said, cloudy brain. Um, man, that would stink. Going on a blind date and being, oh man, you'd be so upset too. I don't think like, here's the thing. If you aren't, if you're like, oh, we're locked down, be like, nah, fuck that. I'm just going to go home. I don't know. I feel like if I caught COVID and I was like, I still need to go somewhere. You just be extra careful getting there. Right, mm -hmm. it's like you don't have to stop at Tim's and be like, "But I need my, I need my Starbucks." Need well, it. if you're stopping right. off at Tim's and asking for your Starbucks, yeah. I know you're yeah, gonna I mean, be waiting a while. You're gonna be waiting a while. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think if someone actually did get blind, they'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm just going home." So it's not that big of an issue. I'm calling bullshit, Cam. A little bit of bullshit over here. This is a headline, Cam. What? No Boshido. So this is about a woman named Alice Wang uh, who went out to dinner the other week in Zhengzhou, China, where she went on a blind date with a guy who mutual friends had hooked them up together, and uh, they ended up going back to his apartment. 
uh, you know, uh, how, and how for however long amount of time. But when she went to go leave the condo building, security stopped her and told her that the whole area has been put on lockdown due to a recent COVID case increase. Uh, the city reported 11 COVID cases uh, within the span of three days, so it locked down the entire city of 13 million people. And the decision happened when she was up in this guy's apartment. So she's become a bit of a celebrity uh, here in China. So she starts since started releasing videos. Did you just say here in China? There in China, of of what? Um, why'd you, why'd you why'd you throw me off like that? Of what her life has been like uh, living with this guy who she barely knows. In her first video, she said uh, he's nice, but he doesn't talk enough. Um, they make food together. He doesn't seem to mind her sleeping all day. After all, there isn't much to do. Uh, right now, the biggest thing for her is that she has long hair, and there's no hair dryer or conditioner to speak of. I forgot that China has actual, lo- like, hard lockdown rules where <laughs> Ontario's like, eh. Over the lockdown, you're like, I can't, I guess. You can't go out to restaurants. Capitalism, baby. All right, cameras. Headline or outside. New Jersey bar offering drink containing bull urine. Bull urine. Gar. God. Um, so who are the groups who would want to drink the bull urine? Like, who is the bull urine for? You know? Wingers. Um, Capital Sixers. Or, sorry, January Sixers. But, like, why? Because a bull is, well, so a bull market, right? That's when things are uh, good. You grab left by the horns, big feller. I, I okay okay so that's a good one see because I was thinking more um like ranchers Spaniards like people who like bulls traditionally so why it would be in New Jersey like when I think New Jersey I think a bunch of fucking guidos who just want to have like vodka and Red Bull you know like whatever this drink is is trying to brand itself beside vodka and Red Bull you know go to a DJ Poly D concert and have tequila and bull urine um it's just crazy enough to work though uh yeah so I'm gonna say something like that. So they say, yeah, drink tequila and bull urine. The acidity of the fucking tequila masks the acidity of the piss. So I'm going to say that's a headline. This one's ass, and I feel like the FDA would not clear you. I don't know. Serve bull urine. I don't know. But this, it's America where lockdowns don't exist. Exactly. Uh, here we go, Cam. Headliner ass nine. Final one. Uh, Texas mother put her son in the trunk to avoid COVID exposure. <laughs> I heard a story the other. I heard a story today, which I felt so bad about. Uh, sorry for my little tangents here, but I think the, the listeners love it. Listeners love tangents. Let's know. Uh, Do you love them? Do you love them? <laughs> oh my god! There's a giant spider on my wall. Fuck. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> All right, I'll try and stay focused. I don't like spiders very much. Um, where's I going with this? Oh yeah, so this guy was telling me because. Um, our puppy doesn't like going in the car very much and she just breathes like heavy the whole time. So we give her a sleeping pill. And then I was telling my neighbor, this is like, Oh yeah, my friend has a dog, um, that just like whines the whole time it's in the car. So they put it in the back in the tail, like in the, um, the tailgate with a tunnel cover on top of it. Mm-hmm. So the tailgate was covered the whole time. And then he's like, yeah, when the dog got out, it just like lunged out so fast that it hit the garage wall. I'm like, you, that's, you guys are being fucking assholes. Like, the dog's nervous, so you just throw it in the trunk, like, covered. And- no, I, I've heard that before. If you put him in a crate, you put him in the crate, but, like, facing the other way. 
because it's for them it's the seeing shit move it's like they, they're getting motion sickness and freaked out but if they don't see anything move then they're like oh okay i'm just here no apparently the dog didn't like it very much <laughs> um anyway so yours throw the, per- the dog the person the car drunk i mean i don't think that's the worst idea i mean safety hazard Actually, probably pretty bad. But if you really want to avoid COVID, you're just doing a neighborhood trip around the block, and you need to get someone there. You know, your mask probably not going to do anything. But if mom picks you up, it's like I, I have COVID. I don't know. At that point, just everyone catch it. Like if if Jess caught COVID, you you just assume you're going to catch it, or you're not going to try and be like, I will stay in this room. That that is your room, and this is my room. You pee in a bucket. <laughs> I will take it out and I will sell it for drinks. <laughs> <laughs> if you can fart in these jars, we can make a little. Exactly. Cash. Ladies out there. So what is it, Cam? Um, this is a headline. Cam, this is a headline here. Uh, this is the story of Sarah Beam, who was initially charged with endangering a child after she placed her 13-year-old son into the trunk of a car to avoid being exposed to COVID uh, when she went to a testing site. After the news went public, she was put on administrative leave by the school, uh, by the school district that she works for. The case went up to the top. So pretty much what had happened was, um, (laughs) so her son is out of school and the son was like, you have to go get tested. And she put him in the trunk and then goes to the testing site, lets the kid out of the trunk and the doctors administrating, you know, the health officials there were like, what the fuck? Why was this kid in your trunk? Uh, The story goes up. uh, She's on some kind of bail. And uh, we're waiting for the we're waiting for the part two of the story, but um, she got caught. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, I mean, can't I, I understand it, but you, you can't throw kids in the trunk. No, nope. you, you, you just can't do it anymore. You just can't do it. Yeah, different times in the in the <laughs> 2008. Exactly. All right, an album, <laughs> an album made entirely of endangered bird sounds beats Taylor Swift on a top 50 chart. Um, yeah, I think the only top 50 chart that a CD of bird sounds could beat Taylor Swift on would be, like, a, a an animal sounds chart. <laughs> uh, so maybe if you go to Spotify, animal sounds, top, you know, it's, you know, like, uh, you hear classics like Loon on Lake. That's a good one. That's a great song. Uh, you can also hear a classic like, uh, like, a uh, Pack of Coyotes Part 2. Uh, running through the forest that's another good one you'll hear on an animal sounds album and it's gonna be something like that i wonder what the top list is though like if it's like you know is it like an official thing or is it just like top 50 uh albums to fall asleep to and then an endangered spi which is you know probably a little bit better to fall asleep to so i'm gonna say that's a headline this is a headline and i I wasn't able to get like super big clarity on why this made sense. It's an NPR article. You can check it out at npr.org. Um, an album made entirely of endangered bird sounds beat Taylor Swift on a top 50 chart. The top 50 chart was actually out of Australia, where the top two were Adele, followed by Ed Sheeran, followed by, for a very short period of time, Songs of Disappearance, an entire album of calls from endangered Australian birds. It, and this is a very bad wordplay, last month it briefly perched at number three in the country's top 50 album charts ahead of Taylor Swift. So it could have been ahead of a lot of people, uh, but especially hers. 
And then it just kind of goes in details about what the song's about and how it found that one in six Australian bird species are now threatened. I just don't know why anyone's listening to this. I mean, I get the effort and I love the effort. Uh, big bird guy here. Big, big bird guy here. But odd, but oddly I'm enough, not, you hate Big Bird. You're a Big Bird guy. Don't hate Big, big bird. bird guy. Hate Big Bird. Yeah, a little bit of a paradox. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it doesn't really explain why this many people listen to it. They apparently there's a bunch of bizarre sounds on it. But yeah, at the uh, Charles Darwin University in Birdlife, Australia, report it uh, it says this thing is doing good to help endangered birds. So check that out. A new release. There's your recommendation for the week, Cam. That was fantastic. Yeah. Thanks for listening, folks. Right. We're going to wrap it up here. Thanks for listening. Rate, view, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Tune in next week, uh, episode 103. 103.5. That, uh, what, was that, what was that radio station? Uh, 103.5 Z103. Z103, baby. Playing all of your Mr. Worldwide hits, your B.O.B. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. And never forget the Purple Crown Fairy Wren sounds like a little child laughing. I'm Cam LeClaire signing off. Take care, folks.